social ladies. All the 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 social ladies. Now put your phones up. Hey guys. I bet you wondered why we started the podcast like that. Because we're YouTube vloggers, obviously. <laughs> so YouTube actually just shared new insights into the most commonly used opening lines for their videos. What are the other ones? Well, hey guys is number one. Obviously. Closely followed by what's up, hi everyone, and wait for it, hello. Hello, groundbreaking. <laughs> it is really funny though because I was reading a quote from this article that shared this and parents were sharing that they can tell when their kids are watching YouTube videos because all they hear echoing through the house is, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. That's funny. Another trend report I saw was Pinterest mm. released some new data, and Gen Z is searching on Pinterest nine more year over year. That's crazy. They're searching for, well, what's even crazier is the things they're searching for, Jen. Do you know what puppy eyeliner is? <laughs> what about a Y2K outfit idea? I don't remember the last time I ever needed one of those. I know. They're searching for some pretty cool things, clay rings I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But overall, Pinterest report shared that everyone is getting excited for back to travel. Of course. Things like luxury travel destinations, travel outfits, even travel tattoos. Wow. So a nice little airplane around the ankle? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Some coordinates? Oh, love that. Michelle. Yes. Have you used the Twitter tip jar yet? I wish people thought my tweets were funny enough to get <laughs> tips, but no, I have not. If you're unfamiliar with what Twitter is doing right now, they have now opened up the option for you to send money to your favorite tweeters. So if you like a tweet or think something is nominally funny, you can send a little cash tip. I saw someone say, does the social media manager behind brand accounts get to keep the tip jar? <laughs> if only. We'll report back. If they we... should. Yeah. Did you see that this week... Um... Someone found Joe Biden's Venmo, speaking uh, of tipping. Wait, no, that's so funny. Yeah. What are he and Jill Venmoing back and forth? It was private, so mm. I couldn't see the transactions, but I assume they have the same $20 being sent back and forth like the rest of us do. Oh, yeah, like for groceries, household goods, Tide Pods, toothpaste. Yeah. Do you see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> so, toothpaste, toothbrushes. Today, we are talking to Rita Raslin, who's the Director of Growth at TEND. Now, if you live in New York, there's a very high chance that you've gotten a TEND Instagram ad. They are a boutique dentist disrupting the dentistry category. And if you don't live in New York and haven't heard of them, soon you will because they are expanding to new markets. So let's hear Rita tell us about it now. Hi, Rita. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Chad and Michelle. Thank you for joining us. We're going to throw you right in and start with the social media speed round. We're going to ask you a couple questions. Just answer as quickly as you can, okay? Okay. What's your favorite social network? TikTok. Do you pronounce it GIF or JIF? I learned this yesterday. It's GIF. <laughs> <laughs> right answer. <laughs> what Instagram ad can you not get rid of? Like, fitness clothing. I, I, I'm i not sure if the universe is telling me something. I, I did hear recently that the average quarantine weight gain was about 29 pounds, oh which gosh. I was like shocked about. Yes. So yes, a lot of like fitness clothing and fitness paraphernalia. What is your go-to emoji? The kind of muscle one where mm. you're like making a muscle. Love it. I like that. Who is your favorite celebrity to follow on social? I am obsessed with Jessica Alba. I think her growth on both yeah. the Honest Company as well as the other parts of her business, I find really, really interesting. Stories or feed? Feed. 
I'm so old school. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Last one. What was your first screen name? Oh my gosh. It was an AIM screen name. I of think course. I was like a tender age of like 11. Um, it was Goody Two Shoes. <gasps> <laughs> that's one of the best answers. That's really yeah. good. It's really, that's a good one. Uh, and the two was of course the number two. Okay, so that was the last question, the speed round. So let's get into the interview. Tell us a little bit about you and your role at TEND. Sure. So I'm the director of growth at TEND. I try to convince people to go to the dentist as my primary <laughs> role. Is it working? I think so. <laughs> what brought you to TEND? We know you have a background in the beauty space. Yes. So prior to TEND, I worked at L'Oreal on brands like YSL and Giorgio Armani. And then after that, I made the jump to toy and entertainment. I actually worked at Hasbro and at Little Bits on brands like My Little Pony and oh, Star fun. Wars. Yes. One of my fun facts is that whenever I meet people, I try to size them up to which My Little Pony character they are. Oh my um, God. <laughs> That's amazing. You're totally right. My path to dentistry has certainly been very non-linear, but I, I would say that my experience in beauty has taught me how to take something really personal and mm -hmm. intimate and sensorial and translate it into something as transactional as like an ad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in toy, I mean, most people think that the influencer space and the beauty space is kind of the, the biggest game out there. But actually, the highest paid YouTube influencer is this nine-year-old. Yes. He gets like a million the toy, the reviews. toy reviews. Yes, yes. Uh, he gets 1 million views an hour, <laughs> literally 46 billion total views. I checked his That's channel insane. this morning and climbing. Yeah, absolutely. And in toy, the kind of teaching is how do you create content both on your own through TV shows like My Little Pony, but also partnering with influencers to have this space where both you and somebody else is telling your story to form mm -hmm. a, a trust bond. Mm -hmm. And if you take a step back, you know, beauty and toy are industries that you look forward to, right? Like you look forward to buying that great skincare oh, yes, yes, item, yeah, for sure. right? Or, or like or your first makeup product. Yes, yes. Um, or your toy, like kids write that list well before the holidays. <laughs> and so as radical as that sounds, that feeling is what we're trying to do with TED. We're trying to get you to take something like dentistry and get as excited and maybe love it as much as you would beauty or toy. Okay. Michelle and I come from two very different schools of thought. I, I feel like <laughs> I gonna love say? the dentist. Like I look forward to going to the dentist. Oh my God. Amazing. I love that. I put it on my calendar. It's the two times a year I go. It's like a highlight for me. And Michelle, I know you don't hate the dentist, but you are I like the dentist. I don't like scheduling appointments. Correct. Like, ah, like getting you to go yes. is like a, the hurdle yeah. in itself. Yeah. So that's super interesting because I hate going to the dentist. And that's um, the most popular opinion, I'm sure. Ab yeah, absolutely. My favorite food group is cake. So <laughs> I, <laughs> probably this also has to do with all the leggings and sports yes. bra ads. I've been getting <laughs> but I've gotten root canals before. I go to the dentist quite a lot because I have so many issues. And I felt really scared about joining 10 because like, you know, not only did I not have the healthcare experience, but I'm also like scared of the dentist. Right. right. But I would say that a lot of people come to 10 without, you know, a historically 
healthcare, historically dental background. And mm-hmm. that's actually one of our biggest strengths because we don't know not to ask these questions because they're, you know, this is just how things are done. We question everything. We try to improve everything because mm-hmm. we're all outsiders. We all know how frustrating it is to schedule an appointment. I remember somebody telling me that somebody had gotten like a fax or was like trying to figure out how to fax oh, no. uh, x-rays from their dentist. In this day and age? What? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I was like, do they even sell fax machines? Like, do they have a pager too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So it, it's like this kind of perplexing thing. And I think both my non-traditional background as well as the non-traditional background of so many of my teammates helps us really push uh, the industry forward and make the experience a lot better for everyone else. I feel like that's a common thing that we hear. And even thinking about like away suitcases, mm, you yeah. know, those came to be, you know, because of a travel issue the founder had. Like, it's not like someone who has had a huge background in... Or a passion for yeah, luggage. Yeah. 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 So we joke all the time that we want to like disrupt an, an industry. We're like, let's disrupt spoons or whatever it is. Why <laughs> do you think the dental industry was ripe for disruption? I mean, question for you. You both seem to like going to the dentist, but you're aware that the dental industry has its drawbacks, yes. like you said. Most people probably don't like it. Why do you think that is? I think a lot of it is the fear of the unknown. Mm. You know, you walk in, you see that like tray of tools. I think people get intimidated by that or not understanding the issues going on in their mouth or insurance. Those are all the reasons why <laughs> dentistry is ripe for disruption. And I think it's such a complicated thing. Healthcare is so yeah. complicated. There's the insurance piece. There's even this, the safety piece. And, you know, COVID has made that even mm. more difficult. We opened six months before, wow. not even six months, maybe five months before the whole entire city shut down. I think our Williamsburg studio had been open for maybe two weeks oh before we were mandated by the governor to shut everything down. It's kind of a weird thing to have your primary business be putting your hands in people's <laughs> mouths <Sure. Right. laughs> during this time. So all of these complexities make it a really difficult business to disrupt. We're not talking about, you know, selling something online. There's a physical interaction that comes with it. Right. Our providers are highly skilled and they go to school for years. And being a dentist is actually really difficult. The average dentist, I think, graduates from school with almost a million, half a million dollars in debt. Wow. Yes, absolutely. And actually, there's a really interesting Atlantic article that talks about dentist incentives. When you go to a primary care physician and there's something wrong, they refer you out mm, to a specialist. Right. In dentistry, you get diagnosed and then the dentist does that right. work. And most dentists, they again, they have this kind of large student debt that's looming in front of them. And they also most likely will be paid on commission because that's how the industry does it. So you have this dentist that is essentially incentivized to prescribe you more treatment, potentially more than you need. And that exacerbates this trust issue that people have with the dentist. That is really interesting. I never thought about it like that. No, neither did I. <laughs> Let's talk more about what TEND is doing to make it more comfortable for patients as well. I just want to make sure our listeners understand the differences. Why it's so different. Yeah. 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 Let's take a step back and understand, you know, why people don't want to go to the dentist and what does that mean for their overall health? Because when you dread going to the dentist, you don't go. Right, right. 
And when you don't go, that leads to problems later on in your life because your teeth are the only part of your body that doesn't heal itself. Mm -hmm. If you chip your tooth, it's never going to unchip Very that. true. And also I read this really kind of startling ADA survey from 2017 that said that like 38% of millennials don't smile because they're sensitive about, about what yeah. their smile looks like. Wow. So it has both this kind of physical, you know, like you will not be healthy if you continue this bad habit of not going to the dentist but also like this personal right. emotional effect on you of, of, of your oral mm -hmm. health. And at 10, we're trying to address all of that. We're trying to address both from the provider side and also from the patient side. And we talked a little bit about the provider side before, right? Our dentists aren't paid on commission. They're actually paid based on customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And our dentists love this. They don't have to feel like they're the salesman right. trying to sell you on something right. that you don't need. They just want to make sure that they're developing a great and transparent relationship with you because that's how they get paid out their bonuses. And then on the patient side, the experience is completely different. If you've seen one of our ads, which I hope you have. That's how we discovered it. <laughs> you click on an ad, you book online, you pick the day and the time that you want and the studio that we want. We have a bunch of really great studios all around the city. And then you can even personalize your visit. Which Netflix show do you want Love to it. watch while you're getting your teeth clean? What flavor polish do you want your hygienist to use? We also collect your insurance and your credit card during this so that we can figure out the maximum cost of your visit before you come in mm. and you can decide whether or not this is the right step for you. Whenever I walk into a 10 studio, I actually like feel myself kind of like exhaling. <laughs> it's like a spa-like experience. I love that. Exactly. We even have like a custom scent that we work with a perfumer from uh, the Hudson Valley. It's this mix of like bergamot and cedar. And all of this is designed to make you really feel calm and at ease. I'm thinking of the episode of Emily in Paris. <laughs> when, they, when they create the scent but that's so cool yes exactly exactly and in our brushery even there's like words in the back like brush buff that are actually printed in reverse it's designed for you to actually take a selfie yeah and share this moment with your friend well i was gonna say like i've seen you know through the ads and just people posting in general too it's like instagram worthy opportunities but you mentioned you know millennials feeling nervous to even smile but creating these experiences where they feel comfortable right. and want to show off their smile and their experience that they're having. I think that's our whole point, right? Like from a marketing perspective, you getting so excited about sharing this is great for me yeah. because you spread <laughs> out to your network. It allows me to have content, great UGC content yeah. that I can use in my ads. And again, it, it's back to what I learned from my previous life, which is how do you create an an atmosphere of you speaking and then somebody else speaking to create a trust bond. And in healthcare, that's so important. I want to talk about one of the ads because the one that I saw and that drew me to tend was the one where it's like first person point of view and it's walking in through the door. You mm -hmm. see the person at the front desk and really just getting a sense of the space. And I think that that also just like takes the fear out of it. I feel like when I go anywhere new for the first time, this just might be me, but like my heart starts racing. I get like anxious walking up to the door. And I feel like if I go to attend now, I know exactly what to expect. So I think that ad was definitely very effective for me. It's very effective for everyone. Actually, we're moving to that format more and more. So we before had kind of a more studio shop mm -hmm. thing, which was a far more polished. And what we're seeing, especially I think the ads and almost all space 
spaces are kind of moving closer to this more TikTok first person type of format. And hopefully you go on and you post about it on your social media channels, which we've seen most of our patients doing. I'm curious what other tactics you might want to share that Tend is doing on social to help teach people about this brand. I need to know if you're responsible for the tips of the tongue pun that I see on the Instagram feed. I was like, I wish I thought of that. Yes, we have a fantastic creative team that does do that work and they uh, work with our clinical staff. We have a great team of dentists who help us come up with some of that content because obviously yeah. we're giving health advice. Right. Yep. But all of that stuff is incredibly important. We did a post on crowns like a little while back and that got so many shares because most people don't know what a crown is. Mm-hmm. And I think there was another one on veneers that we did that got shared quite a lot. We also have one on just like featuring brusheries and bathrooms that we're really inspired by because we are such a design lab brand. Yeah. I think a lot of that is just to help people get a little bit more acquainted and familiar with a dentist, right? We're not some specter out there. Most of our best performing posts are the ones that are of our hygienists and our dentists that are servicing our patients. But they're people too, when, you mm-hmm. know, when they love eating candy just as much as we do. <laughs> And they're not going to judge you. And the reason why they went into this field in the first place is because they're passionate about getting you excited about oral health care, which is kind of like some of the most heartwarming things. I mean, talking to some of our hygienists is some of the most inspiring things in your life because they just want you to do well. I remember actually Priscilla at Flatiron telling me, you know, if you can't floss every single day, that's a lot. Sometimes I can't even get to every mm -hmm. single day. Once a week is better than once every six months. Right. They just want you to be healthy. It's so interesting too, because I feel like people form these relationships with their hygienists or their dentists. You know, you only see them maybe twice a year, but you usually go to the same dentist for years on end and just kind of getting to know each other Mm -hmm. and giving, like, like you said, using social to give more personality and let people know that they are people too. Yeah. And we are all coming from the same place, right? We all love coffee. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And all of these things that you think are bad aren't. That's what the tips of the tongue are. Like one of my favorite tips was if you do drink your coffee, if you do have candy, it's not the end of the world. Just swish your mouth out with water and it's all fine. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? It's simple. The bar is low. The bar is very low. (laughs) I have been getting a lot of videos on TikTok of like dental transformation, like before and afters. And they always start like very jarring. And then it's such like a beautiful moment at the end with the reveal. What is your take on the April Fool's joke that Michael Strahan (laughs) played about closing his gap? Did you think that was weird? What we like to say is all smiles are beautiful, right? So like if you want to keep your gap, you should be able to keep your gap. (laughs) That is something that's so personal to you. I, I think it's a good one. I'm I'm always trying to come up with like a really great April Fool's joke. We did one about a narwhal because a narwhal's mm-hmm. like tusk is actually mm-hmm. a, a tooth. I think it was really funny. I think like let's start conversations and, and teeth is not usually right. one that people want to talk about. And like from any angle, we'll take that discussion. I love the thing you said about all smiles being beautiful. One of our friends, Lily, has a gap and she said she went to the dentist the other day and they were like, you're such a great candidate for Invisalign. And she was like, mm, no, thanks. I'm good. Like I'm 30 years old. This is me. You know, I don't need a line now. That's kind of why I brought up the Michael Strahan thing, because you were talking about the authentic nature of what TENS content should be. And I just thought 
there was something off about that. I don't know, not to knock him, but it was just, I was curious. You wanted to just embrace and love the smile. Right, for sure. Because I mean, as someone, I have veneers. I love telling people I have veneers. (laughs) It's like one of my favorite talking points. And the dentist always compliments me on them. And I wish, you know, like talking about your smile was more normal. I mean, I would love for people to get just as excited about their oral health care routine as they do about their skincare sure. routine. Yes. When I hear people kind of bemoan flossing, but then also have a 17 step, you know, nighttime skincare routine, it's a bit like, what? That's such a good comparison. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do we get people as excited? Because like, it is your smile. It is almost always the first thing that people notice about you. And a, a beautiful smile is indicative of a healthy smile at the end of the day. I want to talk about growth because yeah. the more tens out there, then the more you know, maybe people will be enjoying this dentist experience and brushing their teeth. So we heard that you are expanding into new markets. Congratulations. What are your thoughts on that? And how is it going to affect kind of your day-to-day role? I mean, we are definitely expanding into new markets. Thank you. Um, And thank you to like everyone in New York (laughs) because we certainly wouldn't be able to expand into new markets without them. Uh, We will be expanding into DC and Boston this year and even more markets next year. Nice. From how does that change what I do or how are we going to do things differently? The mission of 10 will remain the same. We want to set this completely new standard for oral health care from a transparency perspective, from an accessibility perspective. We want Mm -hmm. everyone excited about getting their oral health care in shape. Our marketing strategies from a digital standpoint won't really change too much. We will still continue to have the same content that speaks to the personalized experience will continue to utilize first person and have people down there recording nice. their experiences and, and using that both on the organic and social piece. We'll be adjusting some of our out-of-home strategies because obviously they'll have right. to be in DC <laughs> now versus in New York. I mean, there's also more commuters, so we'll potentially look at, you know, how do people yeah. move and travel throughout these different cities. Our vision will still remain the same. Our tone and what we offer to people will still be the same. We'll still be your super friendly dentist, orthodontist, and oral surgeon just around your corner and we'll still be giving you a really fantastic experience both from a booking perspective to an in-person perspective and delivering you really great products along the way. I hope with the opening of new markets more people get excited. I know when I have a really rough Friday as you both know Fridays (laughs) are not my favorite day of the week. Uh, When I'm having kind of a rougher Friday I'll open up our Google reviews and just read them and they're so phenomenal and I think how lucky are the people of DC and Boston going to be to have yeah. the very first pen experience because some of this stuff is really life-changing. I mean, we put, look forward to the dentist on our window vinyls and doing dentists differently. And people are actually saying that in their reviews. Like for the first time in 10 years, I look forward to going to the dentist or I've always had anxiety and 10 is the only place that I've ever felt comfortable talking about, you know, my smile. Well, and I'm sure a lot of these like positive testimonials that you're sharing from these Google reviews will come through on social media too. Mm. You know, people love to share their experiences on social media, whether it's good or bad, in this case, great. <laughs> yeah. um, have you been seeing that at all on your any of your current posts? At least three or four times a day, we get a selfie from the brushery. Amazing. Um, we have nothing to hide. We're quite transparent. I actually shot one of those videos <laughs> myself. I love it. <laughs> well, is there anything else on the horizon that you want to share with us? Obviously, the expansion is huge news. Anything else you want our listeners to know? So we're continuing to expand into oral healthcare products. And we have a really fantastic toothbrush that's out. And it got 42,000 brush strokes per minute. It's one of the best brushes on the market. And it's really affordable. It's recommended and designed by our dentists. 
So I would definitely go check that out. And then if anybody who's a listener is a, is a dentist or hygienist or, you know, just very passionate about disrupting healthcare, we are opening up in DC and Boston and are looking for your help and looking for you to join our team. We come from very diverse backgrounds and are just looking to make something that is kind of terrible into something so yeah. awesome and so phenomenal that people TikTok and Instagram <laughs> about it every day. Amazing. I love it. Thank you, Rita. Thank you both so much. Wow, Jen, you really put me on blast there about not loving the dentist. Hey, you have beautiful teeth, I was just saying. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I, I do have that anxiety or pressure that Rita mentioned that people have about the unexpected experience of the dentist. Absolutely. And I mean, that's what they're combating with those yeah. first-person TikTok videos and Instagram ads. Me too. I, you know, we joked about how everyone in New York has probably gotten that ad, but I actually love seeing them. You know when you are targeted with an ad and you want it to go away? I don't feel that way with Tend. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, what are they doing next? I can't wait to go. <laughs> Honestly, though. I want to take a selfie in the studio. Speaking of going, one of the things I was thinking about during this interview was very specifically around if more people will start going to the dentist as they start getting vaccinated. Oh, I'm sure. Or just to the doctor in general. We spoke at the beginning of this episode about people feeling free to travel again. And yeah. I imagine there's going to be an influx of doctor's appointments, oh, too. Yeah. What are you going to do first? Go to the doctor or go to Tulum? I'm going to pass on answering that. <laughs> so one airline doing something really cool right now to promote this back to travel is Alaska Airlines, which I love because I used to fly Alaska from Seattle to Portland and they would give you free local beer and wine. Love a local beer. It's like an beer. hour flight. Amazing. <laughs> but Alaska Airlines is the account that we want you to follow this week. They are specifically creating a campaign starting this spring that is hunting for boomer influencers to create content at their boomer house. In California. <laughs> I know I said the word boomer a lot, but when's the last time you knew a boomer influencer? There's this one that I love who's in all these like Ilya ads. I thought of her immediately. She's gorgeous. Yes. But no, I think it's smart because the whole idea behind it is that the boomers were the first ones to be vaccinated. Now they're the first ones who kind of have this spring break moment to celebrate back to life. So similar to the Hype House, this Boomer House will be a place for these influencers to go, hang out, and shoot content. I can't wait to see what happens. Same. Well, to end this episode the same way we started it, I will say, bye, bye guys. All the social ladies, 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 now put your phones up.